Welcome to Coffee Break with Sharp Best Health. Every week, we sip on a strong new blend of practical tips, information, and education to help you optimize your health, body, and mind. Your hosts are Janice, Emily, Megan, and Olga. Your break starts now. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Coffee Break with Sharp Best Health. This week, you've got me, Megan Sperling, riding solo in this episode to talk through the all-too-timely topic of Zoom fatigue. Zoom fatigue, if you are one of the lucky few that hasn't heard of this concept yet, is the phenomenon of feeling irritated, burned out, and just a little bit more exhausted after virtual interactions compared to in-person interactions. And while this probably goes without saying, it's worth noting that while we often call it Zoom fatigue, this applies to all virtual meeting and socializing platforms. So it applies to Teams, to WebEx, to Hangout, all the virtual programs that you can think of where you're interacting with other people. So now that you know what it is, let's review what the research tells us about why Zoom fatigue happens. First, one of the reasons is because you're being deprived of the benefit of body language. Body language has been around long before people even had words to express themselves, and it actually makes up for over 55% of our communications. In a normal face-to-face interaction, lower body language, hand gestures, and micro-expressions are all there to help you hear, interpret, and understand the conversation taking place. When you're in a virtual setting, those elements are still there, of course, but they're not accessible to you when you're speaking to somebody else virtually. So the end result is that you have to work harder to absorb what is being said because you can only rely on the actual words themselves and the limited facial expressions that follow. Those facial expressions, by the way, are less aligned with the communications taking place because even with the best of Internet services, there's always a bit of a slight delay. And so that really throws off the connection between facial expressions and what's actually being said. So at the end of the day, because body language isn't really available to you virtually, you're forced to work harder and concentrate more to achieve the same quality of interaction that you get with an in-person discussion. Another challenge is that, let's face it, at the end of the day, we're all narcissists, and on virtual calls, in virtual interactions, it's incredibly difficult not to become distracted by ourselves when we should be focusing on our interactions with others. Think about it. When you're on a video call or in a virtual meeting of some kind, where do you, where does most of your attention go? If you're like most people, you can't help but be distracted by yourself. How do I look? Am I sending the right message? Does my background look okay? All these questions that make it harder to take the focus off of yourself and onto those you're interacting with, even if you have the best intentions to do so. There are studies out there that show that looking at yourselves for extended periods of time can actually lead to frustration and stress. And simply put, most of us really don't enjoy looking at ourselves for extended periods of time, which is kind of sad to say, but it's also, I think, kind of understandable and not too surprising. And when you're on these video calls and have these virtual interactions, you are in this really unique situation where you are in a constant feedback loop with yourself. As you are speaking, you are able to evaluate yourself in real time as you're conducting the speaking. This never happens during an in-person communication, and that can lead to an increase in anxiety and distraction, which in turn can affect how well you communicate and add to your level of stress. So now that you know a little more more about what causes Zoom fatigue, you know it's not in your head, you know it's not just you, let's talk about a few ways that you can manage it. 
First, let's start with the easy stuff. Get rid of your own image. <laughs> Setting up your virtual meeting or hangout space so that the spotlight is on the speaker is the right way to go. This is all done a little bit differently depending on which platform you're using. It works a little bit differently on Google or excuse me, on Zoom versus uh, uh, Google Hangout or uh, Microsoft Teams, but it's well worth a quick um, internet search to find out how to do that. Just typing in something like, how do I hide my image on Microsoft Teams? It will get you the information that you need. This will allow you to feel like you are not talking into a mirror, and instead you can turn your energy and attention to those you are speaking with. Another recommendation, and this is a hard one, I know, uh, but avoid multitasking as much as possible. When you're on a virtual call, we all know how tempting it is to pull up another window or maybe get a leg up on some other projects or browse your emails. But according to the Harvard Business Review, multitasking can cost you up to 40% of your productive time and lead to actually a lot of memory issues as well. And when you're in a virtual environment, you'll have to work harder, of course, to catch up on that conversation. So instead of multitasking, focus your attention 100% on the call until it's over. Another option is to limit your video calls or advocate to make them shorter. Consider grouping meetings with the same people into one virtual meeting instead of having multiple across a week or a span of a month. If you have two team meetings same week, get those people into one, one conversation, one virtual meeting at a time. And I know I'm using the word meeting a lot, but this, of course, applies to your social and personal life as well. This is obviously on the table for both. Um, switch formats too. Ask your team or, and colleagues or your friends and family when they feel it's important to be in a virtual meeting or virtual setting when you're on camera and looking at each other and when it's not so critical. Ask yourself when a good old fashioned phone call would actually be more efficient. We often assume there's a good reason for doing things the way that we do them. And a lot of us have just sort of defaulted to these virtual meetings, but that doesn't always mean that they're totally necessary. And one of the many lessons that COVID has taught us is that we can often adjust how we do things pretty quickly and efficiently. If the video call isn't important or long enough to warrant a virtual interaction, try instead setting an email, setting up a document for collaboration if we're talking about work, or again, having that good old fashioned phone call instead. The key is simply to be mindful of how often you're engaging in people in this virtual setting and see when it's really necessary and when it's maybe not so necessary. And so another recommendation is to uh, simply get up and move. If your team, uh, if your team calls last for more than an hour, it might be a good idea to implement breaks during these video calls, these virtual discussions. Same thing with your personal life as well. Taking little breaks is a great way to relax and boost your creativity. Can give you some some fuel, give you some energy, and get your juices flowing to continue those longer discussions. And instead of using this time to actually uh, check your phone, make sure that if you do have breaks and you are um, practicing these breaks, make sure that you're using them wisely and, and conduct those stretches, release muscle tension, and get into a more relaxed mood to continue that conversation. So, that's about it. Uh, those are hopefully some helpful tips for you to, to manage Zoom fatigue. I don't think these virtual discussions are going away anytime soon, and they add a lot of value to our personal life and to our work life. But the truth is that they can be more taxing on you mentally and actually physically when that stress builds up. So it's important to keep in mind uh, what are the right ways that you can manage your Zoom fatigue. Thanks for listening, and if you would like more resources, visit the COVID Wellness Resources page by visiting SharpFest Health on SharpNet. Until next time, stay healthy, everyone. 
download this episode and find more great information on health and wellness by visiting Sharp Best Health on Sharp.net.